All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc podcast. We should say boo. It's actually Halloween today. Absolutely. Jacob and Taylor are here and Justin's in the background or producer somewhere. I'm actually surprised you guys didn't say costumes. I'm glad. <laughs> I actually walked out of my house today with my Jack, like from a night before Christmas mask and my fiance said, you shouldn't wear that to work. So I was ready. I got like an inflatable <laughs> dinosaur in the costume of the car, so I can pull it out. Oh, but, all right. You know, well, there you go. I yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend like wanted, has been wanting an inflatable costume, so we settled on dinosaur. You got a dinosaur couple? No, we just got one. It was like Are 40 you guys bucks. Both so. in <laughs> Are you both fit in the same dinosaur? Yeah. We're not costume people, so it was just more so like more like <laughs> me wear it and go hey. somewhere embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. What do you do on your free talk? <laughs> it's your deal. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe, maybe we should organize that. Get a, get a little five-on-five football game in costumes. Like a sumo we wrestler. Got enough people thing. at the company. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting. So, <laughs> actually, I was surprised. I asked. I'm going to try and get home early today. Kids trick or treat. They, they go so early daytime. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad because it's you know my kids are little. It's like, uh, what co- we doing a costume? What are you doing? She goes. Well, I said no. I was like, wow. It's mm-hmm. the first time. Ever now, admittedly, I probably complain about costumes in the past, like right. family costumes and this, that, and then I, I actually look back and it's like I kind of miss the family cos- costumes. The kids all want to be their own thing. Yep. So yeah. you can't do the whole family. There's there. no yep. family thing. So, I mean, this is probably not the way to do it, but I'll get Justin to cut it in. But here's a. This was not a bad one. Oh, uh, the minions one. Minions. One. Yeah, that was a great this one. They were little, <laughs> and. uh this is the next year. I was working out. You know, for just for the role. Yep. Just for that one. You know, method, method acting, working out. And then this is our last one that was family oriented. The, the Ghostbusters? Yeah. You guys have oh, nice. you guys don't even know Ghostbusters. No, sort of Ghostbusters. Oh, of course. I mean, you, yeah. you see the the twins are she's a scary cheerleader. He's got whatever that scream. Yeah. But we were able to get the little one to to be stay puff. <laughs> then after that, I mean, this is last year, right? They they want to do their. Didn't yeah. your wife do um uh, Olivia Newton John one year? Olivia Newton John. Yeah, from the, the Greece. I don't remember. I remember that's a poll. Yeah, um, it's in your head somewhere, sitting, so it must yeah, be one off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then and then I don't know if I can find it. I think last year, the year before, I actually had the easiest costume. It was a. Uh, I was a doctor. Oh, wow. <laughs> that doesn't count. Wow. Come on. Well, no, here's where it counts. Okay. I'll, try, I'll try and find the picture. I don't know where it is. Because you're a surgeon, not a doctor. So. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll try and find the... I was a nurse for years because my mom is, and she would just bring scrubs home. So talk there about a very easy costume. That was it, yeah. No, no, I, I'll... I'll find, it, I can't find it right I'm, now. I'm trying to remember, but... Uh, I don't know if it's Christmas or Halloween that you told your wife don't don't get them what they what they pick out first because they always change their mind last oh, second. Oh, yeah. Halloween, it's both. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, smart <laughs> move. Correct. Yeah. No, I can't find the picture. Last year I was a quote doctor, but it was uh, my wife was dressed up as the Operation Game. Oh, oh there you go. The combo thing. With a red you. nose yeah. and and uh, the best thing is I had barbecue tongs and I kept like. <laughs> Poking at her. Oh, that's night. good. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, they didn't go over so well. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> enough of. And you're, and you're shocked that there's no costume this year <laughs> when that was last year. 
There might um, be a correlation there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, either. See, it kind of makes me nervous. Either there's going to be a big surprise when I get home oh, and true. here you go. Or, you know, I mean, so it's it's sort of like yeah. feast or famine, you yeah. know. Uh, or trick or treat, yeah. Yeah, we should probably do a, a Halloween scary or <laughs> propositions, you know. <laughs> right. Like some of the prop bets, although... We've been doing well, the algorithm, yeah. the prop bets, Absolutely. you know, the, the binary, although we got one wrong, right? The figured for sure, Russell Wilson not being mobile. Yeah. All uh, the way to the fourth any, quarter, we were there. Any prop, well, no, any prop but that, that was a Josh, Josh Allen minutes. sack. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, everyone else got sacks, but Josh yep. Allen didn't. But the Jaguars, whatever. Josh Allen. Jaguars, Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah. Not. Yeah, no, we Josh watched Allen. the video, right? I'm pretty sure Josh Allen was the second guy to the sack every single one of the sacks. So, <laughs> so he was there. Horseshoes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The rest you yeah. guys killed with 10 and 3 on props. I mean, yeah. you guys killed the, the, the props. Anyways, uh, all right. What do we got besides this Halloween nonsense yeah. fun today? Kind of a slow week for injuries, but there's always injury situations to talk about. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe one to get out of the way is PJ Walker, the starting quarterback going forward. I think Baker and uh, Sam Darnold's health is kind of a distant, <laughs> distant uh, view in everyone's mind. Is he finally an NFL mind. MVP now? Is he no longer an XFL MVP? He had the most, most air yards of any pass since 2008 on that DJ Moore Hail Mary. So uh, Michael Vick was the last one. Yeah. Sean Jackson a couple, yeah, a lot of years ago. That was a heck of a game. Well, look, I know we were on that right. DJ Moore and PJ Car- Walker. And Carolina plus four. We were the whole shebang. Yeah. Game. And based on the uh didn't Falcons, look good in the start. There was like PJ Walker was like two of seven to start, I think. We were 17 yards and then heated up late. So just need some time. Well, and and it was all based on the Falcon secondary, yeah. right? Right. Three out of four were out. Yep. Three out of four. So it might not get better because AJ Terrell's still dealing with the hamstring and yeah, Casey Hayward's still on IR. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be something to watch watch. And uh, uh we got it. We did that pretty well, I think, because remember, we've been on Atlanta a lot just by happenstance. Right. Like it wasn't a, a futures or anything. We just by the six scores, we've been on Atlanta a lot, like Atlanta, San Francisco, Atlanta, Cleveland. Yeah, now flipped. Now we actually <laughs> so flipped secondary. It. Yeah. <laughs> I know. When I looked at the the thing, it's like, are we really gonna take Carolina here? <laughs> No, it's PJ crazy too because but... Atlanta's been covering the spread almost every single game. So the one time that they didn't, we were on the other side and we were oh, good, lucky. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but it's just the schemes and so forth. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was good. That was uh, that was a Halloween scary to take PJ Walker. <laughs> <laughs> take Carolina, beware. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know that's what we try and do. We try and blind the names of the teams. Right. And look at the injuries and, and see what's going on. I want to talk about uh, Dante Foreman a little bit and his emergence as the lead back there. I mean, obviously, with the McCaffrey trade, there's a, a opportunity for playing time. But there's kind of a, a myth in the fantasy community or just a perception that an Achilles here for running back is a career ender or really tough to come back from. Dante Foreman's was November 2017 Achilles here, and he kind of had middling roles, had a decent role with uh, the Titans last year. 566 yards and three touchdowns. And then now back-to-back games, 118 on seven yards of carry and 4.5. So, Yeah, well, I guess I didn't answer your last question. Baker Mayfield, we've been saying for a while, it's been hiding behind health. Yeah, he's... And at this point, Sam Darnold is yeah. too. So, I mean, their they're coaching decision, whatever. Coach Wilkes, I know Coach Wilkes. He was a DB coach with us. 
He's doing a good job over there since taking over from Rule. Yeah, I mean, they didn't win that just game. Need some we stability. won that game. <laughs> I keep sometimes I, I, sometimes I forget that. Yeah, they didn't win <laughs> yeah. that game. We won that game. Yeah. DJ Moore, the yes, helmet. That's yes. great. Oh, well, I, have, I have a question about that. I was reading about it. I don't know your thoughts. Just by, um, so when you get that 15 yard penalty, it's for when you're standing on the field. He was in, not on the field. He was on He's like the past the end yeah. zone. Yeah. So do you still call that? Because officiating, I've seen multiple things on Twitter, you know, check marks and blue check marks saying that they maybe shouldn't have called that. What are your thoughts on what you've seen in the past being on the sidelines? Um, you know, you, you, you're looking at me for that because somehow in our command center, everyone turns to me when there's a replay. Is that <laughs> yeah. a catch? I'm like, is Doc, that is that a catch, catch or not? No, you're, you're, you've seen it. You've seen more than we have. So. You're, you're the only, it's, I'll tell you why that happens, because you're the only one that doesn't hem a ha. We, we always look and we're like, ah, you know, I don't know. You just need one view and you're like, that's catch. There was one you weren't even in the room. You were standing behind on the phone and you're like, nope, you shook you your head at me. And, it was, was it. Dope. <laughs> and then you were all rooting for it. Yeah. I wanted it to be too. Yeah, yeah. It was McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know, exactly. We, we wanted it to be a catch, but for the props. But now, I don't know if I told this story to you guys in the probably my best compliment on the sideline of ball game, maybe ever. Um, Doug Flutie, he knows football, right? Mm -hmm. And when he was with the Chargers, he would come up to me and say, Doc, what's that going to be on the replay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Wow. Ryan, why don't you just poke your head in here? Come on, bud. No, I know. He's pretending to be shy. <laughs> I texted him to walk behind me this time. That's why he walked that way. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, so, anyways, he would say, he, I mean, believe it or not, players don't watch a lot of tv football mm -hmm. they watch film right that's yeah. not tv football yeah no, it's, it's not, not the produced right. broadcast and all the replays and everything yeah i even prior to this watched a lot of tv football okay and if you understand the rulings and what they're saying maybe that's why players would turn to me because they watch a lot of film mm -hmm. they scheme they don't watch tv stuff right. i watched a lot of tv stuff you know so i think they turned to me. do they know so, who dean blandino is no, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> no. Anyways, so that's why when you guys ask me, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of knowing what the other side is. I'm not perfect. There's some close calls, but yeah. like the McCaffrey one, I think was pretty easy. By rule, it wasn't. I mean, yeah. you could say it looks like it's this. It looks like it. I get it, yeah. but the rule is the rule. And right. uh, you can disagree with the rule. So, anyways, um, Dante Foreman. So is he the, is he the one exception to that? I mean, I, there's been a lot of, Running backs who've torn it, Arian Foster, Mar Marlon Mack, kind of um, can't get time now. Wait, Cam Akers, obviously. Wait, um, Cam Akers, and who actually is fine, right? Everyone's celebrating his great return. Last playoffs, but it's like, yeah, he's not there yet. Yeah. He's there now, but he can't pass pro. Mm -hmm. I mean, James Robinson was coming off last year. Right? True. I mean, if you think about it, and let's go, you know, we cover all sports and panel, but. Kevin, remember when Kevin Durant tore his Achilles? Yep, everyone said he's not going to be the same. Yep, I do remember that. Is he not a top five player? I mean, he's, he's the, the same. Same player. Yep. Um, and I think we were prisoners of the moment with like, I think there's a lot of prisoners of the moment stuff. Like, yep. oh, Kobe tore his Achilles and didn't really make it back. So he's therefore, like, what, 33, well, he's, 34. But, yeah. yeah, he was older and then he came back and then developed a knee injury. Right. And his career fizzled. Yep. And, he had to know. change his play style. Yeah. I mean, but. People forget, you guys probably don't even know who this is because you're too young. 
Dominique Wilkins. We definitely know who that is. Human highlight film. Come on. Really? He tore his Achilles, <laughs> right? Yep. And came back just fine. Yeah. Most explosive uh, dunker in history. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. When you really get down to it, I mean, you know, we're prisoners of the moment, too. We're still prisoners right now of Adrian Peterson's ACL recovery. Why yeah. isn't Gus Edwards? Why isn't, right. you yeah. know, do I it mean, like him? Yeah. I well, mean, for sure. So I don't know. No, I don't. I think Achilles is fine. Dr. Foreman, we have confidence uh, in him. Rehab's changed. The surgery's about the same. Obviously, he's doing very well. He's getting the uh, the opportunities right now, especially Chuba uh, Hubbard still. His injury might be worse than we initially thought. We thought right. he might be able to play through, but... They're working out some running backs right now. Yeah. yeah. So it might be uh, Foreman for another week or... or Rest of the season, maybe? Exclusively, at least, <laughs> yeah. right? He, yeah. he kind of got all Yeah, the he's getting all the yeah. running back snaps. Yeah, right. see if he keeps getting the passing down work. Remember last year, too, when uh, Derrick Henry broke his foot? He was the guy that had almost 600 yards rushing in his deed, so he, know how, he knows how to do that. Another hind health, hind health situation that uh, I kind of misjudged, I think, uh, from Vrabel's press conferences, we thought Tannehill was starting all week. He was downplaying the ankle, and then, not, then he developed the illness and didn't travel to Houston, and Malik Will starting his place. I mean... 10, 10 throws overall from Malik Willis, five rushes. They ran the ball 40 times with their running backs. Well, that's an interesting thing. I mean, in game week seven, when Tannehill went down, I thought it was a DEFCON one. I was like, Tannehill's not coming back into this game. Now he did. Walking boot after the game, right? Yeah. And walking boot after the game and more high ankle sprain on the milder side or. It's on the milder side. I mean, it's not a severe IR one, but. Look, if he were a cornerback, he probably would hit injured reserve. Right. But he's a quarterback. Big difference, right? I mean... Uh, he is mobile, so it might affect him a little more. Yeah, I mean, there may have been a little of hiding behind health there, saying, look, uh, I'd rather go with Malik Willis than uh, Tannenhill. And, and you don't want look, Tannenhill to back up either, right? Wasn't that mess with Willis's head in his first start? leaving him, you know, at, at home with an illness. It's very strange when you have the, quote, starting quarterback as a backup. Okay. Right. Just think, don't yeah. do that. I mean, go, go back Matt all Ryan the, wasn't dressed. Yeah. yeah. Go, going all the way back to Jared Goff before he got traded. Mm-hmm. He was the backup to Wolford. Right. That was strange. Now, he ended up playing a lot. Um, what about and, James Winston? He's kind of the backup to Dalton now, even though he's well. There's hiding behind health. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a, clear, was a while ago. Yep, quarterback, a clear yeah. head coach choice in that department. Yeah, and we've talked about that. I think some that uh, it's not his back. It's not the back fractures. He played the next week after the, the back ankles, fractures. The ankle was more severe, but it's the pat, ankle passed. Yes, the knee exactly. still not 100 percent. The ACL, but this is the decision right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anything else is is hiding behind health. With Matt Ryan, at least they said. Okay, he's got an injury, but that's not why. They at yeah, least right. clarified that. And part of the, I think the reason they were more honest about that's not why is they knew Matt in, Matt's injury wasn't horrible and it wasn't long-term. So he's going to come back soon. So they didn't yeah. want the continued speculation yep. on Ellinger. That makes sense. Uh, I think that I think was... The interesting wrinkle with Tannehill 1-2 is they get a Sunday night matchup against the Chiefs. What, what are the odds we see Malik Willis... In that game, under center. I oh, mean, is oh. it is it like a Tannehill magically healed and now he's back under center They're for the, against the Chiefs? Two. They're both five and, and two. It's a big game. Yeah. The Colts are coming, so I mean, you need to win. Still this got game. the win over Texans. So, well, I was a little surprised. I probably was more surprised that Tannehill returned to the Week Seven game than I was that Tannehill didn't play Week Eight. Mm-hmm. 
week nine. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he's got a reasonable chance to play. Now, I don't know what his rushing prop's going to be, and <laughs> uh, et cetera. Hint, hint, hint right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Right. Um, another situation that's that I caught from a press conference yesterday. I mean, James Robinson, five carries for 17 yards with the Jets. And we, we touched on his knee soreness last week, his phantom knee soreness. But the fact that uh, Robert Sala, after that Zach Wilson game, threw for over 300 yards, but three interceptions, including a couple of bad ones, said Mike White is the number two on the depth chart over Joe Flacco, who did pretty well stepping in for Zach Wilson. Is there anything to make of that, or is that just, you know, favoring Mike White, giving him a little pump up? Uh, that's a, that's Flacco, a, Flacco's old. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought more interesting. You know, Elijah Moore is going to talk himself out and do a trade. But uh, Taylor's loving that. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, they even asked him, like, "Do you have any chemistry with Zach Wilson?" He's like, "I don't know. I don't get the ball." <laughs> that's a great comment. <laughs> that tells you all you need to know about he, chemistry. He, yeah. he already tried the trade route. They said no. They benched him for a game personal. And then Corey Davis got hurt, yeah. injury based. So then he, they needed him out there, and he got one target. So I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you'd rather uh, probably bring donuts and coffee into your quarterback than do this. Yeah, right? no, I think so. <laughs> this is not the route. He's choosing the nuclear option. Well, he has multiple players actually helping him too. Um, AJ Brown played with him at uh, Old Miss, I believe, and um, he said free Elijah Moore a week yeah. or two ago. So like, he's trying to. I don't know what he's trying to do, but like you said, he's. I don't know if it's the right route right now. Trade deadline tomorrow, so something needs to happen yeah. quick. Yeah. Well, you realize there's another way out too. Okay. Cut. Well, tell him so. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> More needs to know that. At, at some point, you're yeah. enough of a distraction. You try to force the trade enough that they're just going to cut you. Yeah, you're getting I mean, close to that. I would that, say that might yeah. happen with Cam Akers. I, I don't think they're finding any trade targets. It's been three weeks they've been trying to find a trade. Well, and they're trying to prop up the trade by saying, "Well, he'll play for us." Yeah. Is it hard yeah, to cut when, like a first? Where do you think that really came? You know, yeah. uh, came around, oh no, he'll play for us again if we don't trade him. And i.e., he has value yeah, right. for anyone else out out there. So he's going to get cut. So let's just wait. Why do we need to give up a draft pick? But Ronnie Rivers at what 180, 190, He's not a big back, yeah, <laughs> and he's right. playing getting snaps over at Cam Akers. So yeah, I don't know. More the more situations weird. They need it to is. figure that out. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot more of that this year than than past years. But I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just reading into that. Well, another topic that I want to bring up here, because you said this year, mm -hmm. there's been a change in the landscape in terms of we have placed too much importance on this person's going to IR or not. And mm -hmm. in the past, it was a huge deal because it was a one-way street. And then with COVID, everything started to be short-term IR, more short-term IR. Now you have an unlimited number of four-week IRs. You just can't do it multiple times in the same player. Right. right. But the other side of the equation, if you look at it, Dak Prescott, since we can look at it in retrospect. And I'm talking about this because of Jamar Chase. Big news, Jamar Chase not going on injured reserve. Right. And I think the reaction of the world is that means his injury isn't that bad. He won't be out four weeks. It's a roster game, right? <laughs> I don't know that that's the case. Um, Their buys right in the middle of that week ten, so it would be it putting him on IR would be five weeks instead of four. Be five weeks, mm -hmm. yeah, correct. correct. Yep. And that may be why he's not on IR. Jamar Chase is important enough if he can make it back one week quicker. He's still a multi-week injury. You can go to the videos or go to sixscore.com. This is a Ryan Fitzpatrick type injury. Of course, he's a wide receiver. This is a 
in the Bo Jackson family. I'm not saying it's a Bo Jackson Your injury. Cousin or something, yeah. <laughs> Smaller, <laughs> yeah. weaker cousin. Okay. Right? I mean, he continued <laughs> to play. Right? Yeah. Okay. But look at the video. It's a posterior hip subluxation, posterior rim fracture. It's not as bad as Tua. Tua actually dislocated. Correct. But you got to take it slow because of the articular cartilage. And in no way am I criticizing the Bengals medical staff. I actually know some of those guys pretty well. Look, he did the gritty after the week six yeah. touchdown. He, he, he would try to play in the fourth quarter. He looked fine. Yeah. Yep. And if he's not complaining, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, and then he looked great in week seven and then developed more soreness or, or I guess started being out a little bit right. second half of week seven. And then they image it and they find this and then they're holding him out. So, I mean, so the, it reminds so, me of Joe Mixon. Do you remember yeah. Joe Mixon a couple years ago? He had a foot injury and we could never find a play. And the last thing he did was dance after his touchdown run. And we were just like, I didn't see anything in the dance either, you know. So, well, it reminds me of as well. It reminds <laughs> me of Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Yep. Last week, Ezekiel Elliott, hyperextension. We said it's not horrible because his foot wasn't planted. Right. He continued, stayed in the game. Came back, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns and, and two plays later, hopped the same safety that hit his knee. I yep. mean, leaped over him, leapt over him. And then, uh, now out with the bone bruise ahead of the bye week. Mm -hmm. It may not be back the week after. So right. did the Cowboys make a mistake there? No. I mean, it's just how, you know, it, 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 works. it works. Yeah, You don't have time on game days to do the full diagnostics and everything. Yeah, and you're not sending everyone and, to yeah. an MRI and, right. and, and the whole deal. You're there, could he play and do something? I think they both could earlier. I think mm -hmm. they just don't want to turn it into something worse. Uh, long term, that's that's sort of the idea. And they have a luxury with Pollard there, right? They can yeah. sit him out as long as they need to. So Jamar Chase, no IR. Mm. Just want to clarify too, people hear fracture, and I think they think that is what's holding him out. Is it the fracture, or is it the bone bruise, labrum damage? I think it's the bone bruise, labrum damage. Mm -hmm. um, I've said this before. Articular cartilage is like grass on a football field, and the bone is like dirt. So a bone bruise is like when an elephant stomps on the grass, sort of compacts the dirt a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to keep off the grass afterwards mm -hmm. right? to make sure it doesn't die out. right? And if it dies out, okay, in the NFL, you know, you roll in some more AstroTurf, just kidding. You know, <laughs> a, a, you know a new grass field or, or, or sod or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. Articular cartilage is precious. That's what, that's what the worry and the concern is. Um, so I know the, we beat it to that too, but the Lamar Jackson last year, that's why he didn't practice. Ankle on, bone bruise. That's why we had four straight yeah. weeks of John Harbour saying, hey, it looks better. No, he's not and, playing. And when he did practice, it was super slow. He couldn't beat the, the QB coach. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, yes. Remember Zach yeah. Wilson? He didn't yeah. move at all for a whole week, a whole month for the bone bruise. Same with Zach Wilson. Yeah. 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 Good, good yeah. comps. Yeah. So going back to the injured reserve question, Dak Prescott, no bone bruise, broken thumb. Did not go on injured reserve. Michael Thomas is one too, I guess. Michael yeah. Thomas, yeah. you yeah. could say, is one. Yeah. We still don't know what he, his kind injury really has. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why you see some of that isn't necessarily mismanagement. Like Dak Prescott came out and said afterwards, I was told from the get-go it was four to six weeks, likely six, not four. Like there was never three in his head. I ever. mean, yeah. I mean, Jerry Jones, Dr. Dr. <laughs> Jarrah said, yeah. you know. In public, it's different. Know, yeah. 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 Anyways. But they didn't make a mistake when they put him in IR. That he was involved in practice. He could be around. Right. Jamar, I'm not saying they're making a mistake. I mean, with the bye week, maybe one week earlier, he can get him back. But you have to understand, the practice squad call-ups didn't used to be there. Mm -hmm. Practice squad used to be more limited in numbers. 
and you couldn't call them up like that and put them back down like that. Now you can have veterans. You can have 10-year vets on the practice squad ready to play. Mm -hmm. And you can call them up on Saturday and play them on Sunday and then put them back down. So that's giving you some roster flexibility. So much more than they never had before. So, Which is why if there's a 1% chance Jamar Chase can be back at the five-week mark, which is because of the The IR rules and the buys, four, four games missed, you're going to not put him on injured reserve. Right. Not because you think he's going to play next week, but it's just roster management. Uh, and the rules are different, and teams take advantage of that. And Absolutely. that's all within the rules of, of the game and what it is. Let's get to some coach speak. Uh, not a ton of examples this week, but uh, McVeigh on Cooper Cup's uh, injury late in the Niners game uh, said he after the game he thinks it's an ankle but he didn't have an update that's is that a ron rare special of not talking to the medical staff i think before the press conference <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's good that's where we come in great because it's like well yeah we show you the replay right here it's uh, definitely an ankle <laughs> uh, i don't know that i've told that story publicly jacob i oh, told sorry. it to you <laughs> <laughs> justin edit no just yeah. kidding <laughs> sorry coach rivera yeah. <laughs> i love coach rivera and uh I'm not going to out him on any of his little secrets there. But look, um, yeah, it might be that. I mean, look, coaches say that stuff all the time. I'm not sure. It might be this. He also blamed himself for the play calling. He said, I mean, it was two minutes left, and he's throwing a wide receiver screen to Cooper Cup down 15, or I I forget what the exact score was. But should he be in the game? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. There's always that conversation after someone gets hurt like that. But I think there's there's a point. Jared Stidham. Okay, they took out my precious quarterback yesterday. All right, <laughs> when they you put got Jared out Stidham by in, in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, and it wasn't as big. I feel, I don't know. I feel like you have to protect him in a way. That's your yeah. number one receiver by a lot. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. If you're down two scores, fifteen with two minutes left. Should you remove all the starters? I don't think the game's that's, out of hand. That's not out unless it's three you, scores. You can come back then. I think. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying. No, you're yeah. right. There's a thought that you could keep them in. Yeah, no, you're right. So it, but I don't mm-hmm. think a screen is gonna help. Well, you that's win, that's the thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if you yeah. notice, if you notice, yeah. Sean McVay didn't say he shouldn't have been in the game. So he should have called that play. Yeah, he shouldn't have called that play. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. here's my translation of that. What he's saying is we hadn't given up on the game yet. And so he's in the game, but a wide receiver screen wasn't going to get us there. Right. So if we're going to have Cooper Cup in the game, let's take some shots. Yeah. Right. Yes. So I think that's what he said. He said it correctly. He right? actually yeah, yeah. said it correctly. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah. I don't think this is the same as what happened in LA a few weeks ago with the Chargers, Brandon Staley leaving in Justin Herbert with the ribs. Yeah. They were down four scores to the yeah. Jaguars. That didn't you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. With, late in the fourth quarter that That was more indefensible yeah and he already had an injury and you know whatever so sean McVay didn't say he shouldn't have been in the game he said i don't think i like that play call in retrospect so he's saying if he's going to be in the game let's try and win and uh the 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 screen etc and by the way we put out in game early that we don't think it's significant his ankle right and Cooper Cuff is saying, yes, we think he dodged a bullet, this, that, the other. Yeah, six score of 84. And, and look, horrible. the only reason he dodged a bullet is the playing surface. 
Okay. <laughs> joke. <laughs> joke. You should keep a straight face. Joke. I'm just going to nod with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was at SoFi. Right. That was the scene of, oh my God, DK Metcalf knee, which turned out to be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, JC Jackson knee, patella, tendon, rupture, not so fine. Cooper Cuff was on turf. Yeah. And he escaped. So I'm all for all grass fields. Don't get me wrong. But it's not going to get rid of all injuries. And just because you're on turf doesn't mean you doesn't will be injured. Magically make it better or worse. Yeah. I mean, there are some instances where your foot sticks. This was not one of them. So you can dodge bullets on turf is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Now, overall, would players prefer grass? I believe so. Yeah. Would I prefer grass? Yes. But it's not going to be the be all end all. Oh, just because on turf he gets this, that, the other. I mean, I mean, uh, if you look at big injuries, Brees uh, Hall, ACL, I was on grass mm-hmm. yeah. in Denver. I mean, half the, the fields are grass. <laughs> half the half the injuries are on on uh, turf because that's the way it works. Yes, there's slight more predilection for injury on turf for certain types of injuries, but yeah, uh, I know uh, Pete Carroll brought it up, and uh, it's become a talking point. Mm-hmm. But my understanding is. And look, I get J.C. Treader. I'm good with it, mm-hmm. what he's saying. But my understanding is with the last CBA, the players bargained that away. They could have said only grass, and they bargained it away. Hmm. So I didn't know that. Yeah. That's what I'm told related to the last CBA. That, that was a discussion point. Okay. They could have stuck to it, but they bargained it away. So anyways. I have uh, a thing to add to uh, hiding the health. Um, just a topic I saw. Just a couple players that got traded that had injury issues. And now they're they're like playing and not not an injury report. Um, Andy Reid said Tony's completely healthy, which I don't believe. Um, he had hamstring strains on both hamstrings on the Giants, and then he got traded and it was gone. With Giants, no pass catchers, so yeah. why wouldn't he be out there if he's healthy? Yeah. Rob James Robinson had knee soreness, not on the injury report going into the Jets game this week. And then remember last year the Jags, there was one instance where the entire O line was on the injury report. <laughs> Urban Meyer got fired. None of them are on the next week. So <laughs> I know they're not allowed to lie on this stuff, but like, is that like when they get traded, is that like, do they use that sometimes to keep them out of the lineup? Well, they got to pass the physical, right? Too. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. It just seems interesting, Tony specifically, because, well, it's not binary. It's not right, right. on, yeah. off. Uh, health is always relative. We always say 85% is a healthy week. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe. From the Giants' perspective, 85% he's injured and not good enough. And from Andy Reid's perspective, 85% is perfectly fine. And part of health, and don't forget, we do these Hayden Hurst podcasts, mental health in terms of motivation and confidence. I mean, you have to feel right to feel. And some of that, there are other factors that that come in to – feeling right it's not all just physical i mean i i used to always lobby when i'd ask a player you know you think you can go and if the answer is no then even if medically i think he can go that means it's up there we shouldn't put him in he's not confident enough on his acl recovery or this that the other i mean uh uh, yeah so we we covered basketball at six score and that was one of the ones i remember last year uh, jamal jamal murray he's missed almost uh almost 200 games with the acl and recovery and he said that he was medically cleared to go into the playoffs in limited minutes last year but he was mentally not ready and i think that's a key people don't realize that when they're coming back 
No, and I think letting that out kind of throws the player under the bus. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he's not, he's out hanging to dry. You're medically fine. Like Why we're aren't in the playoffs, aren't you helping yeah. us? Yeah. I, I mean, being mentally confident and able to, especially in a sport where you go two ways, right? That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys hear me talk about a cornerback, Tredavious White, is a lot harder than. Gus Edwards, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure it's in the back lot. of your mind that, oh, they know which knee is hurt. So they're going to target that knee every time. And I got to be confident enough to turn in. And, and every run cut you're it. thinking yeah. too, I believe, right? Yeah. Look, Michael Gallup is still struggling a little bit coming off his ACL. Nothing wrong with Robert him. Woods. Yeah. Robert, Robert Woods. Woods is still right. struggling yep. a little bit. But if they played the other side of the ball and had to react, they'd be giving up six points. Yeah. Here, they just don't make a cut, cut as sharp. They know where they're going. Right. But they may be taking an extra step or an extra millisecond on a cut. Now, if you're doing that to react, you're giving up six points. Right. It's not fair to compare the wide receivers coming back more quickly to a Tredavious White who's mm-hmm. not yet. Yep. It's just not fair. You're not dictating. You're not dictating the play. Yeah, and and, right. and, he, and look, Gallup's injury was after. I mean, his was a little after Christmas, I think. And uh, Tredavious was Thanksgiving. The, yeah. yeah, Tredavious yeah. was Thanksgiving. But you can't make that linear comparison in terms. Right. Of, and and for basketball. In Derek Rose's defense, Jamal Murray's defense, right. you have to play both ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's just more quick cutting on a continuous basis. It's not football where you get to relax and get ready four or five seconds like a bat out of hell and then get right. to reorganize and relax. It's like continuous flow. There's a sort of expectation too. Like he's not just like a role player. Like they're expecting him to go out and get 20 points a game, eight assists, be the guy. And like, if you're not ready to do that mentally, then, you know, then... and both sides of the ball. Yeah. So, yes. I mean, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I, I can defend that. I mm-hmm. can, I can support him on that. For sure. Well, speaking of ACL recoveries, I mean, we have Dobbins doing the knee scope, but Gus Edwards picked up a hamstring, uh, through rap report, it's reportedly considered minor, and if he misses time, it's a week or so. I feel like hamstring strains has been the Are topic you of the week for us. Injury gets injury in your head, like a dog's <laughs> yeah. voice. That's what I say every time. I see that. yeah, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, we were not high on. Well, you know, maybe it's a good time to go through this a little bit. The midseason, yeah, a little review. It, I mean, midseason now, eight and a half weeks instead of eight weeks, right? 17 games. And I guess you could argue midseason is maybe, and maybe we'll do a formal midseason report next week because it's really an 18-week season, 17 games. So where's the midpoint? Yeah, Where's the midpoint? Probably next week at nine, nine weeks nine. Yeah, because of so. the buys, right? Yep. But as we get close to it, and we'll have a whole segment on that. But right now, okay, look, uh, J.K. Dobbins, we said all along he's not there, multi-ligament. Eight seventy five prop. Actually, did really well. Yeah, our futures prop. Mm -hmm. I mean, it should be very, very easy. Don't know where he's coming back. Of course, the scar tissue is related to his original surgery, multi ligament, which he now has admitted to and documented. Remember before the season started, and he said, "Talk to me if you want to know about injuries." And I think he was aiming that at rap sheet more than me. But whatever, I, I just don't. Make the radar screen, I guess. You're an actual fantasy doctor. <laughs> so when Michael Thomas said that, I felt kind of upset because I think he was talking about. Well, let's <laughs> let, okay. We'll go to Michael Thomas <laughs> yeah. next. Gus Edwards just comes back and now hamstring. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, Chris Godwin played early that first game and developed a hamstring. hamstring yep. He's done well now. I mean, he's. he's I mean, it's midseason. Uh, we always said midseason, yep. second half of the season. Michael Thomas, look when we gave him a, a lower six score. The last full season Michael Thomas had, he had 1,700 yards. He so broke our, the record for catches. Yeah. So was, our yeah. six score was in the 60s, mm-hmm. and we kept upping it because he started doing better. Yep. 
But at the beginning of the season, what we were saying is a fully healthy Michael Thomas can get you 1,500, 1,700 yards. He's that good. Mm -hmm. This is not a fully healthy Michael Thomas. We're not sure he's going to get you 1,000. That's why we made him in the 60s. And we had no, no idea about the foot injury when we did. <laughs> well, the foot, yeah. yeah. I mean, injuries yeah. beget yeah. injuries. Exactly. Okay, but yeah. a whole other story, yep. you know, yep. uh, kind of thing. Uh, and we can go through a bunch of them. And Michael Gallup is not. Jacob has there. a list. He can uh, name a yeah. couple. couple, yeah. a couple Robert of Woods, we had the under yeah. 775 and a half receiving yards. He's played every game and he's at 256 so far, 36.6 a game. Uh, Saquon, we had the over 900 and oh, that's a half. my favorite. That's he's the at best seven, one. He's at 779. <laughs> he's actually the leading rusher in the NFL right now. So, yeah. um, oh, don't don't count that chicken yet. We I know. <laughs> 901. Yeah. 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 I mean, you said it yesterday. No season. No, no season. I yet. mean, <laughs> he shouldn't. His ACLs, yeah. but like, you know, it's football. So you never know. You can't count anything yet. For but sure. yeah, that certainly looks good. Yeah. You know? McCaffrey's number we thought was a little depressed because of the past injury issues, soft tissue and stuff. Uh, his uh, over-under was 875 and a half. He's at 525 rushing yards. And ascending. And ascending because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of much better yeah. offensive line. Yeah, we're right. getting out. But yeah, yeah. That helps yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just a snippet. But we'll have, yeah, we'll have the full report next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 go over that. Vikings win totals look good though. Six oh, that's one. Not, oh, yeah. Like Don't that. get me excited. Yeah. <laughs> and the division was plus two forty when we wrote an article about that as well. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not done yet, but I know. I, keep, I know. <laughs> I mean, Don't tell Taylor that. Count. Yeah. He thinks I the mean, Phillies already won. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the yeah. <laughs> the Vikings are in. What do they have a three and a half game lead? And why do we say that too? They are completely green on both sides of the ball, and they were like that to start the year too. And it was, so. a, and it was a Packers bet. And, and, it was Bakhtiari yeah. question marks. It was yes. the wide receiver spots. It was, it was the yeah. O line. We took yeah. over win total on Vikings, under on the Packers. I didn't know until last night that because I didn't do my homework. The last three years, thirteen and three, thirteen and three, thirteen and four. The Packers. I wow. did not know that. Yeah, and we were taking under ten, 10 and, and a half. half. Yep. yep. That's quite a limb there. Yeah. I mean, if I would have known that, maybe I'd have gotten afraid. No, just kidding. I was just like, <laughs> I, hide, they're, they're, I hide some stuff back. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Jenkins out again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's their their hot mess. Yeah. And they have a young wide receiver room. I get it. And yes, they have had injuries there, but it's their O line, the bookend tackles that have been the issue. And that's why we shorted them from the start of the season. Right. They're three and five. Uh, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's it's the protection. And they have to right. be a run first team. We talked about that. And yeah, we took Vikings plus two forty, where mm -hmm. you guys did um, with the sick picks. So knock on wood. Hopefully, some of those will uh, will uh, pay off there uh, mm -hmm. for our uh, followers, readers, or people who signed up for sick picks. You can go to sicscore.com and and do that and uh, give it a try and see and see. There's some in game plays, fantasy plays. You can go. We don't hide any information. Mm -hmm. You can listen to this podcast. You can follow everything we do on Twitter and on Sports Injury Central and look at the field views and six scores yourself. You can come up with the same algorithm and decisions are very similar that we're coming up with here. And if take you want, job. yeah. If you want to do the homework, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't, get the sick picks, you know, yeah, and then sure. just get you know cut cut to the chase. And if you don't like football, we have basketball and hockey too. Okay, just saying. Sorry. And let We're me tell you, hockey, but it's yeah. right. let me tell you, basketball might be a bigger effect because think about it. If you go by eleven starting offensive players and mm -hmm. eleven defensive starting players, and yes, you have to figure out 
the drop off from the starter to the to the backup, et cetera. This is why we hit you know third stringers, fourth stringers a lot heavier in cluster injuries. Mm-hmm. But if you assume twenty two starters, and we talk a lot about cluster injuries. For example, why we took we're saying PJ Walker mm-hmm. because of the defensive secondary issues for the Falcons cluster injuries. But if you think about it. In basketball, it's five starters. Okay, they play eight people, maybe 10, depending. But it's five starters versus 22. Football is 22 starters and about 35 probably play. Mm -hmm. Basketball, it's five starters and eight or 10 play. But each five starters is worth four and a half starters. So it's wiping out a linebacker group. It's wiping out an offensive line when you have a basketball injury, potentially. You got to look at the backup and situation. And that's why so far the prop plays uh, are what. Uh, we'll bring an example up to Duke rookie uh, Banchero. We've hit that twice already because, like you said, cluster, there's four guards out for that team. So, like you said, there's also five positions. If there's multiple guards that hits multiple spots, there's no playmakers. He's the passer. We've been doing that. So, like you said, clusters are a huge part. Yeah, and make, your props. makers have no centers. Yep. So, you get big part of it too. Yeah. Yep. And, and that may be. And, we're still young into the basketball season, but we're seven and two or whatever. Uh, we are six and two. Yeah. Six, oh, props, sorry. Yeah. So only six and two. Yeah, props, <laughs> uh, yeah. Only six and two yeah. on the prop so far. Uh, looking at the effect of, of injuries, the, mm-hmm. the NFL stuff has been hitting pretty well. Right. It's been high 50s, maybe low 60s. The props a little higher than yep. the sides and totals. But even that's what 58, 59, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, for the outkick picks that I do. <clears throat> Yeah, first losing week of the season. Yeah, two and really? three. You've been really well. So we're on the outkick five picks uh, against the spread. We're 24, 14, and two. Two. You have two times. And yeah. that's very publicly vetted through mm-hmm. the website there. But first losing week did not like that. Uh, you started off two and one. Yeah, you know what? You know what I'm gonna blame? Yeah. I'm gonna blame Norv. Okay. <laughs> Is he People listening to us? Out. Yeah, is he listening to us? I'm ready, Norv. Norv, you're 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 an investor. You're an advisor us. Why are you going to have Scott beat us with that Washington Taylor Henneke big long throw to Terry McLaurin with 22 seconds left to to beat us on the Colts? That hurt. Norv did say Taylor's good in flashes, so maybe we need to wait wait out, <laughs> wait for the flash <laughs> yeah. to die down. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can, can, can we put a muzzle on him? <laughs> there are some things that are said are that are in confidence. Okay. <laughs> You guys, you yes. guys are killing me today on Norv and Ron. <laughs> We're on the same team. I know it's like you're gonna you're spilling the beans. I mean, I think Dan people, Snyder's coming after us. Yeah, uh, no, people. <laughs> some things are in confidence. Yeah, guy. yeah. <laughs> There's pride. I mean, that's why before we did the North thing. What do you think about? I won't even say the topic, yeah. fill in the blank, and people and he will, said blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was good, but <laughs> yes. I was like, okay, we're not putting that on. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the same thing here, though, so it's good, yeah. But yeah. Let's touch on some uh, week nine injury topics, and then we'll get to the beast of the week. Sure. Uh, Jonathan Taylor with the ankle re-aggravation. Uh, luckily, hit his prop by two yards, I think it was, three yards by the end of it, <laughs> but uh, was ineffective at the comeback. He had five rushes for 38 yards, and then 11 rushes for 38 yards after the fact, so... Look, he's still in the game, thankfully. I mean, we got lucky there at the end. I thought his ankle would be fine, quite honestly. But mm-hmm. you can never, you know, fine versus 100%. It's probably not 100% for a few weeks. I mean, look at um, Jordan Poyer's elbow. I mean, he's fine, but he's, you know, re-injured it. And 
Jonathan Taylor was fine until he re-injured it. Right. Uh, that does happen. It's not healed 100%, especially in ankle sprain, the way ligaments heal. But I don't see it being long-term or as long as last time. Now it was too early to tell if he's going to get a week off to get it right. And mm -hmm. a lot of that becomes coaching decision. Right. Like, you know, we want Hines or we want someone else or we're okay and what's the matchup? Or will we take an 85% Jonathan Taylor? Or do we want him to just get to 100 and give him another week or two? Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams with the high ankle sprain. They had a bye this week. They come back against the Falcons. No chance he plays, right? He's still another two, three weeks away. I think it's going to be tough for him to play. Although Keenan should be able to... Right, he was able to rest that hamstring in the bye, so... Shoulder the load. Um, Irv Smith Jr. left with a high ankle sprain for the Vikings. Uh, tight end, they get the commanders this week. Not expecting to see him probably two to four weeks. Is that accurate, Doc? I mean, you showed that to me this morning on yeah. replay. He was like barely, <laughs> barely on the in screen. the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and it does look like a left high ankle sprain. I can't give you the complete severity, but given the type of player that he is, yeah, the initial estimate's two to four weeks. I, I, I'm optimistic maybe he can avoid injured reserve, but two to four weeks. He's more of a fast tight end than a plotter, so right. it will affect him that's, a little more. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Rams versus Bucks. Those are two teams that are just complete messes on offense injury-wise, so that'll be an interesting matchup this week. We'll have uh, the latest on Cooper Super Cup. And, yeah. <laughs> Look, I thought the, the Rams, you know, did better with Brian Allen back, less up the middle pressure, but then they didn't score in the second half at all. Yep. Nothing. Still, had, still didn't have a run game, so yeah. Pass protection got a little bit better, but the two guards out still really hurting them. Yeah. And those yeah. are on the third strings. They're not on the second. So they're they're deep into the right. bench on those positions. I mean, from an injury perspective, the Rams offensive line is still worse than the Bucks offensive line. Right. Um more from, recent stuff too. Yeah. From uh th that's the the main thing, but look, both defensive lines are pretty good. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be interesting. I think that that's where the storyline is. It's right. not about Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. Hicks has a chance to play this week too to strengthen right. the D line Hicks as well. Should yeah. but Vea is still there. Obviously yeah. Aaron Donald and company. So that should be interesting. To be which D line could take advantage of that the most. Uh, Ravens score keeps getting lower. They play Monday against the Saints. Rashad Bateman reaggravated that foot. Uh, Mark Andrews now has a knee and the AC joint, and then Gus Edwards was a hamstring. So that'll be. Be one to track going in against Saints, and if the Saints can get Michael Thomas or Jarvis Landry back, it's crazy how much they pick up an injury every week. I like I, we do these numbers for like so many years, and like sometimes I'm like waiting for like the, the unhealthy team to get better. Like the Eagles, remember a couple years ago, the O line was crushed for the first half, and we saw that eventually get better. Their number can't get over 75 to 78 this year. They just can't do it. They already started at that, and it's like every week, you know, you have that Marcus Williams a couple weeks ago. You have cornerbacks. You have now the new ones. It's, yeah. It's a lot. Well, I think they'll get there eventually, hopefully. Yeah. But uh, right now, not still winning. Quite. Yeah, they're doing all right. Five and three. Yeah. Um, that's one because of their number. We were shorting them on injuries, and they're kind of outperforming expectations. Yeah. Uh, I think we've cashed on a bunch of covers related to them, but uh, Miami not, specifically. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, they're. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's tough. We'll we'll do all the field views and all the analysis you know you talk about you know and maybe some of this we talk about coach speak 
and it feels like I'm banging on coaches, but I think some of it is coach speak, but some of it is media interpretation Correct. of what they're saying. Right. I agree. Um, you guys see the Tyler Lockett statement? Yes, the one the veiled shot. Yes, I did see that. What was it again? And what was the veiled shot again? Um, taking it's something about taking credit. Like this, this is how we you uh, feels to win without ever, someone taking credit for it. Yeah, this, some, this, something along I mean, those lines. If people aren't worried about taking credit, it's easier to win, or yeah, something some, like that. Yeah. It's easy, something to that effect. You can get the quote right. And there was a lot of people. Oh, veiled shot at Russell Wilson. And it's this amazing thing. what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. My high school coach always said that. He just added that part at the end. I don't know if his high school coach said that. But. The track down the high school coach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then everyone jumped on that. Yeah. Did you see the reaction? Apparently. Lockett answered. He Lockett said, answered, yeah. yes. He, he said, said, people need to stop reaching. I've said this quote like five to ten times since I've been in a league. Stop looking for a story and let us enjoy our team. And just he was very. Russell Wilson's in the news. Yep. Everyone respectful. Wants to put it right there. Of Russell Wilson when he came back, he told Seattle fans to cheer for Russell for what he did for this team. He's the one that had the connection. DK was a good little target for him. He was with Lockett for a majority of that yeah. time. They they spent a lot of time. They were together. pretty tight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd I'd say uh I'm not even sure Ty Lockett was aiming it at Russell Wilson. I think the media wanted it wanted him to. I agree with you, right? With that. I so. mean, I mean A B's trolling tom brady a lot more than tyler lockett is. well how quickly does it take to like um like not like uh, go against this like all someone has to do is get the video of him saying it before yeah <laughs> like he said he said it five to ten times and every single one of these is recorded so <laughs> a little internet like a project it, for yeah, you know, man <laughs> <laughs> all right we got some beasts that we catered it's uh first one i found was Colts uh, cornerback Kenny Moore, the second uh, reporter, caught up with him and asked him because he suffered a finger injury during practice this week. They said, oh, how, how, how's the finger doing? He said, which one? I guess he's been playing with a torn ligament in his left hand and had a right right hand sprain during Friday's practice. It happens a lot to secondary, so I, I don't think they're that, uh, they're, they're not too, it happens they're pretty to nonchalant about it. It happens to D linemen. It happens right. to linebackers. I mean, everyone knows Tory Holt. It happens to wide receiver. Yeah. His finger picture. There's a lot more finger injuries than you even know about. The routine for finger injuries is someone dislocates a finger, and you don't even hear about it. They pop it back in themselves, or a teammate pops it back in, or they run over to the sideline for a quick second, and they don't even miss the next play. I mean, look, did. Did people know how bad Kyle Juszczyk's finger was that needed surgery before he missed time? I mean, he finished back the, game, to the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, it's it's well, we can give him an honorable mention, but that's so routine. It's the <laughs> it's you know where I'm going to almost go with this. <laughs> it's more abnormal for someone to come off the field holding his finger, miss time, and make a big – than it is – And talk about it constantly, yeah. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say who. <laughs> I'm saying it in my mind so much. Yeah. It's so annoying that it's there. <laughs> Obviously, it's one of Taylor's guys. So. Yeah. The other one I have yes. is uh, Giants center Nick Gates coming back, playing his first game since that gruesome uh, leg fracture. Tip fib. Tip fib, yep. And we always said he's going to make it back. It yeah. looks bad. He's going to make it back. I mean uh, – don't be prisoner of the moment on Alex Smith. I mean, that was a complication from right. infection. I mean, uh, uh, um, 
Paul George tip mm-hmm. fib yep. back fully basketball. This tip fib. There's other examples of. Do you remember fibs. the Paul George one? I remember that the stanchion because they were yeah, playing it a year ago. Yeah. That was that was interesting one. Yeah, that's yeah. a big boy to have a tip fib though. Uh, Nick Gates come back and put all that weight on it. That that takes a lot of confidence. That happened that we on prime have. time and, football yeah. too. I remember. Yeah, that was a big injury. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good one. Kudos to Nick Gates for coming back, and he'll help the Giants. So Feliciano can go back to left guard, and then they can have solidified at center. Yeah, yeah, help in two spots. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And the one you brought up, Doc uh, Jordan Poyer left <laughs> last night's game with the elbow injury. He had the elbow hyperextension in preseason, and uh, I think it was training camp, and then. Uh, Came off yesterday after making a tackle and and looked like reaggravated in his. He said his. Yeah, yeah I think he, and he stayed in the game. Stayed, when yeah. he stayed on the sideline. Right. He was wrapped yeah. and and I think it was more score that he was yeah. pulled out and the whole deal. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but you said his his wife uh, tweeted that wear your brace then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something happen. to that effect. Apparently, she was. Saying. So I'm gonna do a beast just like from stats. Um, McCaffrey passed, ran, and uh, received a touchdown. Who is the last player to do that? 2005. And it has a connection to you, Doc, too. Um, you, obviously, you, LT. I yes, mean, exactly. Uh, yes. I mean, LT <laughs> yep. did that a bunch. He did, yep. But, 2005, yeah. But uh, is it McCaffrey or is it Kyle Shanahan? I was going to say, are you, are you impressed by how quickly they grasp the playbook together to be able to use them in three different packages like or that? Or is this a DeAndre Hopkins, like, I don't it's I don't care if I'm healthy or a new team, I'm plug and play, I'm good. Like, Well, I mean... If you if you think about it, it probably makes sense that look McCaffrey's going to be used a lot. He's mm-hmm. the shiny new toy. He's very talented, and he was probably underutilized in Carolina. But it probably makes sense. I mean, at first I thought they're going to because of Debo use him more in the passing game, right? That mm-hmm. was a fairly thought. Yeah, yeah. But it's harder to incorporate someone into the passing game than it is the run game. Okay. So that's probably why he was still the primary runner yeah, because right. it's easier to plug and play at running back. Mm-hmm. And as far as that pass, it's just a gadget play. Yeah. And, you know, he's just like, uh, if he's not there, just run the sweep. I mean, the whole magic of that is to make the pass look close to flat mm-hmm. and make it look, you know, it's a suck up the DB. Yeah. Right? And and the respect for McCaffrey, the DB is going to get sucked up. Right. right? And then uh, over the top. I mean, yeah, it's great that he could do that. I probably wouldn't have gotten that LT reference if, if I didn't say. Yeah, didn't I didn't say, want to but... make you wait too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, we thought Taysom Hill had done it, it this year, too. but I think he just he uh, never, threw for one he and ran caught, for one. Yeah, he, he didn't catch, catch one. one yeah. yeah, he had a catch, but not a touchdown yeah. catch. Yeah. No, you know the the most impressive one I ever saw, and I'll give it. We, we weren't doing the beast of the weeks. Okay, so. I mean, LT, of course, great. I mean, Old I famer, almost shrug awesome. it, shrug yeah. at that. You know, pass. He's like, I mean, he doesn't know time. he can run. Yeah, we know yeah. he, yeah. I mean, yes. And everyone, and, and LT, God love it, he didn't throw a super pure ball. <laughs> he was open because everyone right. respected, exactly. you know, the pitch and the run and the yep. sweep, right? Yeah. That's why he was dangerous he on the was, outside. He was yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. um, that's, it's a nice little stat, the passer. Yeah. But yeah. I think the better one that I don't think anyone will ever beat. Okay. And he was a former Charger. Okay. He's known for being a Patriot, but it happened in Miami. Who is it? A guy caught a touchdown pass, Mm -hmm. kicked the extra point, kicked off, and went down and made the tackle. Doug Flutie? (laughs) (laughs) 
when was Doug Flutie on the Dolphins? <laughs> uh, I heard Patriots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chargers, Dolphins, Patriots. He's now a Dolphins coach. Part. Um, San Francisco. Dolphins. Okay. Wide receiver coach. Oh, Wes Welker. Yeah, Wes Welker. Yeah, yeah. Wes Welker <laughs> caught a touchdown pass in Miami. Okay. Look it up. Kicked the extra point. Kicked off. This was due to injury. Yep. Okay. And ran down and made the special teams tackle. That is that's pretty good. That's, that's, pretty good. That that's four straight plays. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I, I mean, <laughs> love McCaffrey and LT, but that I mean, and and you know what his nickname after that was? Junior Sal was on that Dolphins team. Oh, awesome. You know what he nicknamed? He nicknames everybody, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and media, if you catch on this, you can ask Wes about yeah. that. Such he nicknamed him Rudy. <laughs> that's awesome because he wasn't that big he wasn't big yet he wasn't yeah, yeah exactly he was, yeah. He was, he was still he figuring was stuff out yeah this is pre-new england he was yeah, kind of yeah. an unknown name at Absolutely. this point in time but right. that that to me is a, a, that's definitely beast so yeah. we'll give him the beast on that one even though this we is didn't like get to give him one then yeah over so. well <laughs> yeah. over a decade yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember the year but i yeah. remember that that was like i like i don't know how you're gonna top that yeah right? that's, that's pretty that's pretty yeah that's pretty stellar right pretty unique yeah, forced and, and consecutively. I mean, that's, that's imagine that streak. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, okay. So I guess what I'm saying, CMC. Okay, let me see you run for a touchdown, and the next time you touch the ball, catch a touchdown pass. And the next time you touch the ball, throw a touchdown. Pass. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Three consecutive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll never be consecutive. Right, but right, I guess right. you could do two consecutive. Score, score the touchdown and get the two point conversion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, get the two point conversion, have it called back by penalty, and then do it again. I don't know. <laughs> Get we'll work that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us. Pro Football Doc Podcast, Sports Injury Central. Yes, basketball season is starting. World Series is here. Tension, all eyes still on football, but we're slowly morphing over as, as yeah. uh, there's more things, more sick picks this week. And uh, yeah, let's do a mid-season review. It'll be mid-season next mm. week for the uh, podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening and watching. Any closing comments from you guys? So you're going to be a dinosaur tonight, and you're going to be... I'm going to be Jack Skellington, yeah, from Night Before Christmas. Yeah, and I'm going to be who knows. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, Justin, what are you going to be? I know you're dressed up. You got a little one. You're, you're going to be She's a pumpkin. Up. I just saw her. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, she's a pumpkin right now, but we're dressing her up as uh, the PJ Masks. So she's going to be Owlette. I don't know if you... Oh, okay. It's a kid show, PJ Masks. I know what they so. are. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's okay, good. go ahead. What are you, Justin? Uh, I'm Gecko. I'm we're all, I'm I'm Gecko. My See? wife is uh, Catboy, and uh, and she's Outlet. The the kids Outlet. <laughs> See, well, look when you have little ones, and yeah. you get the you family get dress yeah. up. <laughs> yep. As I showed pictures, you get the family dress up, uh, <laughs> kind of. But then by by kindergarten, they start to say, "Nah, I'm doing my own." Want to have their own personality? Yes. Yeah. You know, they don't want to do the 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 family thing anymore. Uh, kind of thing that makes sense so, so I, I gotta see uh your gecko and i'll i'll let and you'll have to post it on social yeah, media yes, Justin. for sure awesome i will all right thanks for listening and watching we'll catch you next week and happy halloween <laughs>